like I said, we have to talk. I feel like a lot of things that black people don't do is don't talk. We hold these emotions in. We expect the other person to know what we're feeling. We mm. expect them to understand what we what mm. we feel. We expect them mm. to know our background, to know what we what we expecting. But if you're not communicating, how are we gonna know? If you expect this based off your backstory and I don't know your backstory, and then you feel like I'm failing you, but you didn't even give me a chance to succeed by not telling me what you need. This is the Real Example Podcast, okay. Think, Relate, Explore okay. Podcast, also known as the TRX Podcast, and we here with the usual suspects, Marcus. Well, I gotta be a suspect. Don't do this today. I'm a grown man. <laughs> TJ, and the lovely, the one who got me onto podcast to begin with. Without her, there wouldn't be a TRX Podcast. Mm. Angelique, go ahead and speak to the people. Go ahead and tell the people a little bit about yourself. Camera right there. Well, my name is Angelique. I go by Angie for short. I am 24. I graduated from Georgia Southern May mm -hmm. 2018 with a bachelor's in multimedia communications and a minor in public relations. Mm -hmm. Shout out to the black excellence in the room right now. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. All my homies got degrees and I love it. Now, <laughs> now we can get into it. So um, primarily, um, what do you think is one thing that us dudes get wrong about feminism, <laughs> femininity, all that woman talk and stuff we got going on? Mm. I think the business, the biz, I'm sorry. I think the thing that we kind of men associate with femininity is trying to associate certain traits, mm. you know? So especially in a household, what do you view as who's supposed to wash the dishes? Who's supposed to do the chores? Who's supposed to clean up, wash the clothes, all these different things kind of come into a part, into, especially into a marriage. Like, what roles do you take in a mm. marriage? Mm. Do you think that's So do you set your wife to wash all the clothes, to I wash the dishes? I used to. Okay, so what's your view now? I mean, I think our minds are just elevated now. We, we didn't grow up now, because you right. know, back then we just thought the man was to hold it down, like, and our mom was to do everything at home. Like, mm -hmm. wash clothes, clean up make the dinner everything but now i don't want nobody to like do stuff for me like that i can do it i can do it on my own so right now i'm thinking like you know it's kind of like an even 50 50 thing you know mm -hmm. we do you do our own thing you do your thing i'm gonna do mine you know we can uh, we can look out as far as we want to for each other but we should still know you know what we got going on so like i still know how to cook i should know how to clean uh, i should know how to do the normal things that normal people should know how to do right yeah, yeah take care of yourself bro like no yeah. i don't I don't have a second mom. You're my wife, or you're my girl, or something like that. So you're supposed to like, we're supposed to coagulate, you know, make, you know, we're supposed to, you know <laughs> what I'm together. saying? Yeah, we're supposed yeah, to work together, together, bro. Like, no, I don't. We're not gonna have you doing all the hard work. That's that's kind of fucked up and selfish to me. But mm -hmm. yeah. that's just that's my pre that's my take on it. You know. Uh huh. I don't want to look like I don't want to be the ugly guy. Honestly, uh, I'll take it a step further. So I have a question for you. So mm -hmm. if the man was in a situation, because I feel like, what if? My wife likes cutting grass and she likes being in the yard. Like, mm -hmm. that's her thing. Right. And I'm cooking and I'm doing laundry. Is that something that you feel like 
is okay or do you feel like that's actually breaking kind of no i'm definitely open to that so i feel like a marriage is 50 50 Mm. and that can be split any way so if i'm okay with being out in the yard cutting the grass and you're okay with covering the other half of what's necessary by you know feeding the kids or washing clothes doing the dishes i'm okay with that because at the end of the day it's still being split 50 50 and i Mm. think that's what's important in marriage but I don't, I don't see my, I don't see my wife. Okay, yeah, no, no, I, 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 I,
get in the car, and as long as that bitch crank up, they go. Okay, <laughs> they I leave the oil. They don't get the oil. I know how to check the oil. That's it. You know how to check the oil. I know how to check the oil. She know how to check the oil. If the oil low, she's still gonna go drive. She's still gonna drive. I'm gonna take it to the dealership, and I'm like, I need an oil change. So what's going on? Is femininity defined by like hobbies and interests? Because if a one like a female UFC fighter, a female UFC fighter, UFC is a very male-dominated thing. It is. Mm-hmm. Can she be a feminine woman and still participate and be dominant in that? Because a lot of people think about Serena Williams, for example. Mm. A lot of dudes don't find her feminine, but she's the definition of a woman. She is. She is. So. Let's talk about it. Let's 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 unpack that. That's, that's tough. Cause we're not gonna lie. Like I can't remember who Ronda Rousey's like husband is, but everybody swore he was like getting his shit thrown. <laughs> is that time out? Is that the train? Yeah, yeah it snuck up on a timeout on the train. He was real subtle cow. with it though. Like <laughs> he's going like twenty <laughs> okay, miles okay. per hour. He's right. going like twenty miles per hour. So go ahead, TJ. We talking about Ronda Rousey's husband? Yeah, I think when she got married, I know a lot of people were just like she's definitely like dominating that whole. I didn't really look into it because I don't yeah. think celebrities like that. But I thought about it and I was like, dang, like UFC, like, I don't know what he does. But I was like, that might be I think her true husband, just from the characteristics that she might have carried over from her sport. I might be wrong, but I think her husband is like a fighter too. He, she, he, I feel like he would have to be. He's not as big Sweet. as a fighter as she is. Why would he have to be though? Just to understand what she's going through. I'm not going to lie. On I'm a regular least. basis because I feel like, and I saw this with like bodybuilding, right? Mm-hmm. So I have a manager. I'm a manager at the gym. And one of the other managers, she's a bodybuilder. She likes other guys that are into that because when you prep for it, like bodybuilding preps or if you think like fasting just to like make a beach trip is hard, imagine <laughs> being like, okay, 12 weeks, rice, broccoli, and now I'm going to take the rice out and I'm just going to have broccoli and chicken. Like it's mm. very, very extreme. Mm. And um, she was saying most guys that aren't in the sport, like when she starts to cut up and stuff like that, that's not how she is on a regular basis. But regular guys just don't understand that's just a phase for the show. So I feel like everything that she goes through to prep for that, for fights and stuff like that, mm-hmm. it'd be hard to get it. Like, you see it on TV and you're like, yeah, that's pretty cool. But she's living it day in and day out. Yeah. I feel like the relatability is just going to be a lot higher if she dates somebody in her industry mm-hmm. when it comes to something that's that extreme. That's just my person. I just know I couldn't be in the house with not, I couldn't be in the house with a woman who could beat beat my ass potentially. That's that's why that's how <laughs> I got There's nothing wrong with the UFC fighting women, but I cannot go to sleep every night knowing if I say something wrong to you or if I didn't take out the trash, you might roundhouse kick me uh, into next week. <laughs> not, that's not going for me, bro. I'm sorry, I'm just not happening. So you know, I don't know. I don't know if that's so much like a feminine masculine thing. I just like a better oh, safety and trust. You feel me? Like nah. that that to me is like if I trust my wife, like mm. and she's a martial artist or she's really good with guns or weapons, and she's meant to be my wife, I'm and I trust her, that's not an issue. I'm gonna say there's a chance, <laughs> there's a chance you're gonna run into that. I yeah, mean, trust only goes so far because you're gonna piss her off at one day. She's gonna be so pissed to the point where she's gonna feel like she's gonna have to fire off on your ass. But think about it like and this, even if she couldn't fight, you couldn't do anything back regardless. That's facts. That it's, just gonna, it's just going to hurt more. It's going to hurt more. It's going to be more embarrassing. There's more she precision. She's going to knock your ass out because she knows yeah. how to hit you. So. I don't know. Do you want to take that chance of your, your homeboys? No, yeah, my wife just knocked my ass off. <laughs> I don't think I'm going for that, bro. I'd much rather just get slapped or something. You know. Oh, man. What that means. You know, I'm going to keep that out of the toxic realm. I don't want to get beat at all in a relationship. No, not at all, man. But... 
We gonna hold for this. We gonna. I told you you said it too early. Like, it's strange where you feel like you need to do that. I feel like he's rude. <laughs> Very much. He is so. rude, bro. I gotta call the city for that. All right. Somebody get a phone call. So let's re let's revisit that. So we talked about like Serena Williams, Ronda Rousey. A lot of people at some point in time didn't consider them feminine. So what is what is what is femininity? Because feminism, as it's been branded by Twitter and social media, is the anti-man movement. Mm. And like I did some research, feminism isn't about that. It's not about that at all. Feminism is about embracing what the true woman is. Like we talked about the definition of a woman, we talked about the definition of a man, gentle, thorough, you know what I'm saying, taking care of his family. Mm. Feminism is now what's it called? The absence of what is it? A feminine feminism isn't a woman acting like a man. Because mm. a lot of people are like, woman is out there going and get it, woman being assertive, doing this on the third. I'm like, that's cool. But she can that can still be feminine. Like you Saying I'm being a feminist doesn't mean you have to be anti-male. Mm. I don't think that's a. I don't think that conversation is had. I think it's just a. I'm a feminist because I hate men because I got dogged out in the past, mm. and that's a lot of <laughs> hate and pain going out projected as feminism. You feel me? And that's not it. But, yeah. It well, now what is your? Did she already give a? Do you already give a clear definition of what it is, or what you what you feel it was? Or? I don't really know. I feel like as I get older, I'm really starting to explore the definition of feminism. Mm -hmm. So it's really trying to see, and I feel like as you encounter different men or different relationships or even different friendships, you'll kind of learn how each person has a different perspective mm -hmm. of what they view roles in a relationship, things like that. So I feel like my overall general gist of feminism is just traits that people associate mm -hmm. as a woman trait. But technically it should be, it shouldn't be associated with a, a woman. It shouldn't be associated with a female because at the end of the day, like, it can go for anybody. Like I said, washing dishes, uh, cleaning clothes, or anything like that. That can be associated with any gender. And I feel like the biggest perception is that this is a woman's trait. This mm. is what a woman is supposed to do. But in 2020, I feel like our generation, we have broadened that spectrum. Mm. We have really... We looked at our grandparents, we looked at our parents, and we have these certain ideals. But when we meet a certain person that those... Those ideas, they expand. Mm. We learn what works for us and we learn what doesn't. And that's important to move on. But at the end of the day, I feel like as long as it's 50-50, as long as you're happy and your partner is happy, or your partner is happy, oh. whatever balance you have is all that matters. Mm. Mm. I like that. I like that. I'll be damned. So <laughs> going on to what a lot of people think is controversial, a lot of people think this is controversial. If I'm going out, me and you, Angie, we're going out. Mm -hmm. The check comes. Here we go. Ooh, in this in this like. new age, in this new age, mm -hmm. there's there's this almost like this oxymoronic thing of where men should pay for the check, but in an equal opportunity world, in a world where we're supposed to be seen as equal, a woman can pay for the check too. It depends on the background for me. It depends on the background. Okay. If you ask me out and you're pursuing me, I expect you to pay for the check. Mm -hmm. Now, if we're just friends and we're just kicking and you're like, oh, hey, are you free? You know, let's meet up here. I can split the check 50-50. Mm -hmm. But if you're pursuing me and you're coming after me, this is your time to show me, you know, what you got. So I expect you to take care of the check. But then the end of the day, like, no matter what goes on, my mom has always taught me to be able to hold your own. So if mm -hmm. you can't afford it, I'm going to pay for what I want. Mm -hmm. You know, if I want a steak... Oh, I get a steak, mm. but I'm gonna be able to pay for it as well. But my whole perception is, if you're pursuing me and you're courting me, that's what it is. Mm. I have, to a certain extent, I have very traditional views just based off my grandparents. But like I said, like it depends on the backstory. Mm. 
How you feeling about that, Toast? Would you let a woman pay for your meal? Hell yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Why, why not? I mean, if you want to. Oh yeah, my nigga. <laughs> 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 That's how we do it. But no, it's like, I don't see it like that. You know, of course, if I ask you out, mm-hmm. you'll pay for the mail. You know, if I want to do something right. with you, I'm going to pay for it. But, you know, if we want to go, if, if we're in a relationship and you want to go out, you're asking me to go out, something like that, and then we just out, and I pull out my wallet and you say, nah, right. that. Go for it. I'm not even gonna argue see, with you. See, I find that that's a difference, though. Yeah. I feel like when you're courting, <laughs> no, see, I there's a difference. When you're courting me and you're trying to get me to pursue you, mm-hmm. this is your time to show me, you know, what you have. So mm-hmm. at that point, yeah, it's on you. But once I was in a relationship and I feel like we're 50 50, almost yeah. definitely, like if you're my boyfriend or you're my husband, oh yeah, I'm gonna take you out, babe. Let's hey, let's go sure. here, and I'm gonna pay for it. But there's a certain point when you're courting somebody that you're putting your all in to yeah. get that that equal effort. Eventually. You're trying to show what you got, man. So Exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in a relationship, I'm definitely all babe. Let's go here. I'm going to the movies. Let's go. I'm be like, yes, ma'am. And I'm gonna sit down and do everything gracefully. <laughs> <laughs> Please pay for it. Because I need to be treated just like you do. Period. You know, like, I, yeah. we, should, we should feel important just like they should. That's you know, important. Yeah. You know. See, talk to them, man. Talk all to right. Them. So you know I'm gonna come with it. Oh, you can be that to get it. No, for real, for real. I, I really think there's a difference between like casual dating and commitment dating. Okay. Um, and I think you have to let your intentions be known up front yes. what you're trying to do. If it's to date towards marriage or a long-term commitment, then 100%, I feel like, you know, I should go ahead and cover the check. If it's casual dating, we're kind of just, we're mm-hmm. talking, but we both don't know where it's going to really go, or maybe we're just friends at that point, then it's like, yeah, whoever wants to cover it can cover it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's really, you really got to let people know your intentions. That's 100% going to keep important. you from getting in them blurred lines. We've talked about this plenty of times. Some blurred lines. Some blurred lines. Man. <laughs> say. So another blurred line we about to address is: If you make more than your man, do you still respect him as if he were to make more? Than Hold you? on, because I want my woman to make more than money than me too. Oh really? Yeah. And, but it doesn't. But well, I'm I'm gonna have a bag. Like <laughs> right, right, right. My bag is gonna be inactive. So I'm I'm gonna need you to have more money. But you, you still know. prefer her to have more money than yeah. you. Yeah. Why? I mean, I mean just because, you know, if I ever go down, and, you know, in our profession, in our industry, you know, as entrepreneurs, something might happen. Something right. might go wrong. You know, who knows what might happen? I need you to know, I need to know that we had a 50 50 partnership, 50 50 relationship. You can hold it down if I ever get, if I ever go down bad. Like, I'm going to definitely take care of my funds, you know, make sure that we're going to be straight. But I just need to know, I need to have that. I need to have that security in my mind, even if I'm not straight. Like, she's going to be even better than me, you know, if it comes down. Mm-hmm. She's she going to be straight regardless. Like, she can hold it down for the family, hold it down for me, whenever just we down, down and out. So that's how I look at it as far as just why I would want her to, you know, make more than me. But also, that's like just a turn on. Like, damn, she really going out here and getting the back. Because women are not giving the same bag as us, bro. Like, I'm not going to lie, men yeah. are just off the rip. For any job, like we're just gonna get the higher salary from women. So if she if she out here making more of a bag, and I'm like, damn, she really went out here and like went to go get it. Like mm. I love go getters, bro. So you know that's that's what I want. Bro. That's okay, that's what true. I'm that's what I'm expecting. You know, once I once I'm on top like that. Okay. Auntie, how you feel? You know. I mean, to each his own. I feel like I've learned that there are a lot of people who have my same perspective as far as like my traditional views and all these things. things. And what he was saying as far as like his woman making more than him, that's understandable. Um, I feel like a woman can make equal as you and still be able to cover you no matter what. So it doesn't really 
matter what she makes, it doesn't matter how she prioritizes. So it's like, she can make whatever amount. And then if you fall short, she still got you because she knows in the back of her mind how to make her money, how to save her mm -hmm. money, how to prioritize. Right. So it's just like, I don't really want to put a cap on whether she makes less, whether she makes equal, whether she makes more, because I think it's like, it's up to her to prioritize. So mm -hmm. if you fall short, she got you no matter what, because in the back of her mind, she's saving. You know, so it's right. like, she like, okay, he fell short. I got money in the savings. Let's put this through. Right. We good as a family. Facts. Okay. Um, for me, wait, restate the question. Because I was listening to you. <laughs> 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 going in. I got lost in the songs, bro. That's it. So, you know what I'm saying? A lot of days now, women make more than men. And was that okay in your relationship if your woman makes more than you? Because a lot of people you know take Take issue. I want my man to make more than me. Let me just say that, but go ahead. Honestly, I can't say that it it too much matters to me. But much like how Toe said, like I've thought about this as an entrepreneur. I don't know if I want to marry another entrepreneur, especially mm -hmm. if both of our fields are hectic, like in their seasonal. And we can't I don't want us to be seasonal in the same like time. Like, okay, we both gonna hit a drought between like fall to winter right. and we're both like because then that really changes how you have to do finances and stuff like that um but no nah, i can't really say that i care man honestly because i'm secure enough in myself that i'm still gonna be a man mm -hmm. as long as she still respects me and then yeah oh, that's not good it is what it is. i wouldn't you know let's let's not do that okay just because i want to make okay, if, wait. if i make more than her i'm not gonna be you know that's not gonna no but I'm right. so would you date another entrepreneur though would i date an entrepreneur yeah who was in the same boat as you who could have, like he said, very seasonal times, just like you. In the same field? Yeah. In the same field? I don't know. Oh, like you I said, prefer somebody who's more secure in a stable, maybe corporate life job. That's tough. I kind of wanted that. I kind of wanted that at one point. Because, then, I mean, I at know. the end of the day, I want I want a woman who kind of like this. I want her to have more than one stream of income as well, too. So, you Most know, that's important. Time. You know, have a business on the side, do something. Just yeah. you know, yeah. Have more than just one thing, because one could cut off whenever we don't know that. how that comes. Yeah. Especially with, COVID with shit like COVID happening, bro. <laughs> nobody knew that shit was gonna happen. So shit, you gotta have your fallback plans, bro. So I hope she got three or four different incomes. You know, <laughs> I feel that. And if she's not making more than me, that is cool. But I just would want her to make more than True. you know. But um, if you're not, that's not gonna throw you. I can't say I'm seeking it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying my tax bracket is here and I need her to be here. Like, I'm it's not saying. that reverse gold digger thing. If I'm on. making a million a year, she need to make 1.3. Wow. Yeah. That's how you That's a it. standard. I mean, I'm not mad at that. I mean, Seven figures talk to you. That's how you feel. You're going to be in that environment, so. Yeah. What's up? Put you on different people. Get checked. You sure, mean, mama, bro? Myself. I mean. <laughs> You gotta relax. I don't I don't mind it. It's just more so as long as that comes with no disrespect. That's what I'm saying. Like like Ooh, now how because I definitely I definitely can feel we like, in on that. Because so I definitely feel like, yo, like in an argument, imagine you when you know what I'm saying you chilling, she hit you with it. At least I can pay the rent by myself. Damn. Like, mm. and that slide out your mouth. Yikes. Like as a like as a man, as a as a person in general, you're gonna feel something. I can only hear that once. As a man, <laughs> I would leave. As, as a man, soon as the word don't broke come out your lips, I'm you are done. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I can only hear that once. So please. And so, and so that that would be this like the line of which we told. Like, just don't be disrespectful. You know what I mean? Because when stuff comes right. And I'm sitting sitting healthy. I'm not gonna come at you disrespectful. Mm. So don't come at me disrespectful. At the same time, if we both eating good, that's that's fun. But it's not always we both gonna be eating good. Well, that's why you, you gotta know? know who you're dealing with too. Because I would yeah. never deal with nobody who 
even thinks they're gonna disrespect <laughs> me in any type of way like that. So yeah, but I I think a lot of times now because we have a lot more outspoken women mm-hmm. who feel. The need to let that be known. Like, hey, broke boy, you don't qualify. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, I think that's when you get hit with in the middle of an argument. Bro, like, you don't boy, even know they got that in them, too. And <laughs> <laughs> never, you never ever. Because, bro, you think, because a, a lot of the rhetoric is like, you don't qualify, like, for, for men or women, you don't qualify because you don't make a certain tax bracket. Mm. For the longest time, it's been, I'm a man, I'm making, I'm making. I'm holding down, pay all the bills. Yeah. Yeah. And now women are coming with that same energy, and there's definitely an inflex thing with dudes like, so you only want me for my money? And mm. it's like, nah, we talk about this often. Your environment creates what you want to be around. Mm. If you're not in that same environment, then we're not just not gonna click. Like TJ talked about, bodybuilders want to be with bodybuilders. Rich people want to be with rich people, or people who have the potential to be rich and actually show the fruits of doing so. Mm. No one wants to pour their money into a drain. Mm. People will definitely pour their money into something where they can build, mm. and that's where you see that biggest thing is. And we got the whole, we got the whole, we can have a whole other thing about potential dreams and all that <laughs> other type of topics. But for right now, I think for that men and women polarity, I think women have the right to say. They I want to make. I want my man to make more, they and do. men have the right to say, "I don't have a problem with making less." As long, mm. like we said, ain't no disrespect. Mm. Yeah, I think it's in those extremes, though. Because mm. think about it, same thing with the bodybuilding example. That's like an extreme of fitness, right? Yeah. And so, like when it comes to money, like if we're just talking like six figures, I think it's respectable for a woman to say, "Hey, like you should be making more to me," because that's like attainable, readily attainable, mm-hmm. but. Like seven figures beyond, then it's kind of like, all right, now you're hitting some extremes that the yeah. average yeah. American's not hitting. So and then, you yeah. gotta kind of stay around your people <laughs> in your tax <laughs> <laughs> If you have that view, you're gonna yeah. have to stay in that, your tax That conversation's yeah. gotta be had because if Rihanna pulls up on you, like, what you supposed to say to Rihanna? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you supposed mm-hmm. to say to women who's, who, who, who got that type <laughs> of thing? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, We're you, in the same room. Yeah, we're in the same room. That's a different bag, bro. You know what I'm saying? Different So I think that definitely speaks on it. I think that's one thing that needs to be talked about. And then um, one thing that's considered feminine is a man who's staying at home and taking care of his kids. Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Oh. The Bernie Mac show. Oh, I'm, what? I'm I'm what? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if your wife is out there being the breadwinner. You you, you just at home with the kids. You know what I mean? That was how. I'm not going to be no stay at home dad. He's talking to America, bro. I'm not going to be no stay at home dad. I, I don't know how y'all feel about that. Stay at home dad. I would get bored. Mm-hmm. I'd get bored. Really... Will you not feel like, do you, are you going to feel like a man? You're at home. Nah. You're at home changing your because I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but you ain't got no income for you. You just letting your wife bring in all the all the chips. Nah, for I you? can't even count. That's, That's wild. wild. That you Did you look like that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Nope. Right to the point where I, he gotta go out with his boys, you gotta give him a lounge. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> Hey honey, can I get a three hundred dollars tonight? I heard it since we like this before, right? You know, that's just a no. Hands, I'm not to the whole stay at home dad allowance. That's not mm. Your your son then she can call you grandson. Little sonny boy, you want some money? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Put the limit at 250 tonight. <laughs> I mean, if I'm be sitting at home, I'm going to have some type of, I'm going to be selling books on Amazon crazy, or something now. I need some type of money coming in. They trading something. I feel but that. I want to know how y'all feel about, um, I was going to ask how you feel. How you feel about, you know, as far as bills? So, how you feel, what do you feel about the bill situation? Like, should the man be paying all the bills when he okay. comes without, you know? So, let me 
just preface it with this. I do have very traditional views. I've looked at like how my grandparents pay bills and how my parents pay bills, and that really has affected how I view my marriage mm-hmm. in the future. So how I want it to be, or how I've seen it done in generations, is I expect my man to pay the mortgage and all the necessity bills. Mm. Mortgage, electricity, water, anything that puts a shelter over our head. You mm. are the head of the household. I expect you to provide as the head of the household. As a woman or as your equal, I want to pay for all of the minor bills, like cable, mm. um, groceries, anything for the kids. So that's how my mom has always done it. So my dad has provided the roof over our head. Anything I needed when I was in competitive cheerleading, when I did softball, when I did all these things, my mom always had me. Mm. So I feel like as a man, you provide. You pay for the mortgage, you do all those things. And as a woman, I take care of groceries. Like I said, I take care of the kids. Me personally, I want four kids. It's mm. a lot. Mm. And I thought that was going to add up. But like I said, when it comes to me taking care of the kids, taking care of the groceries, I don't really know how much of a perspective that puts it in or percentage-wise, whether, you know, that'll end up being 50-50 or 60-40 or seven, even 70-30. I mean, four kids, that's probably going to end up about 50-50. Right, that's how I see it. And that's how I want it to be in a sense. But I still want my man to be able to say, I pay the mortgage. Mm-hmm. I put the roof over our head. I provide for our family. Okay. And I got the kids. I got the family. I make the house the home. Mm-hmm. That's real. See, because now it's just seen as... Most most women I see, you know, I'm, I'm the man who's on Twitter all the time. So <laughs> most women that, you know, I see on Twitter, they say, oh, if my nigga not paying all the bills, I don't want her. I'm yeah. not supposed to say all the bills, like I said. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, I guess. I feel you. But it's just, it just sounds like you want a dad around. You want your dad. Well, <laughs> that's an episode for another <laughs> You touched on something there. Um, but so, I, I, definitely can see, I definitely can see how that... That that thought process makes sense. Um, that was the best answer. Though. Yeah, like, really. That's like, what I've been looking for. Cause that's how my house is. I don't know about y'all household, but that's how mine is. Like my pops take care of all the the big boy bills. My mom do the cable. Yeah. Um, you know, just little shit like that. She paid for you know us do football and right, do, uh, exactly. us do sports. You know, all the little shit in the house. You know, because the, the woman's supposed to hold it down. You know, yeah. I'm a I'm a I'm a provide, and then the wife's just gonna hold it down. You know, I'm gonna hold down the crib. You know, while you doing your thing, mm-hmm. and that's that's how it should be looked at. You know. From everybody, but you know, it's just that city girl mentality now. <laughs> Not the city girl. Uh, it's been pissing me off. Where <laughs> <laughs> a nigga got to do everything, and I want your money, and then I'm gonna leave when I want to. Mm. That's for another episode too. Yeah, that's definitely that's another, another episode. episode. Another episode. Yeah. I sound a little hurt, huh? It's all right. Yeah, a, little hurt. <laughs> a, a smidge a hurt. Smidge. Go, go ahead and hydrate while we're gonna hit transition. So, um, one thing that I think is understated, I think one thing that is just um, kind of thrown over, there's, a, there's feminism, and you have black feminism and black women pride. Um, how do you feel as of now with everything that we have going on, especially with Black Lives Matter, you see the sign, you see the lines of black women, you see the lines of black men, and how do you feel like as a black woman in today's society, how do you feel like you're viewed? And how do you think us as black men could come and help that viewpoint? Mm. I think it is tough as black women because I feel like we're always on the front line for black men. Like me, I'm going to marry a black man. Mm-hmm. Like, period. Like, that's what I want. That's what I'm going to have. I prefer or I am going to have a black man. But I feel like when it, in today's society, black women, we get a lot of backlash. And I feel like black men aren't always so quick to help us mm-hmm. as we are for black men. Like, you see black women on the front line, like, especially when it comes to police brutality and all these different things, we are on the front line, like, in what, May or March, I was out there marching downtown for black men. But I feel like when you see the lives of black women, 
you you do get a, a diverse background that are there for them, but I feel like black women go so much harder for black men than they do for us. Mm-hmm. And that can kind of hurt sometimes. It's a little sting, you know? It's just like, damn, like, I got your back. Where's my back? Mm-hmm. So I feel like, now that's not all men. I'm not one of the people who's like, oh, you know, all men are this or all men are that. There are definitely black men who are out here supporting black women. Most deaf. But I do feel like there is a little bit of a difference between the support that we have for black men versus black women when we're out in the field. Mm. And how do you think that overlays to the general like black men and black women? Like, I don't even know what to call it. Social structure that we have now. It seems like we're at war more than we're supposed to be making a house together. Mm. And that's the problem because I feel like a lot of outside opinions, a lot of outside perspectives kind of narrate that. So as far as outsiders can see that black men aren't supporting black women as they should and that creates the indifference between us mm. because it's like okay these outsiders can see that you aren't supporting me so that makes me want to go harder as to why you aren't supporting me if i can support you why aren't you supporting me you see a lot of black women are loud today as far as just um we're very vocal yeah. when it comes to things we're like, not fucking with y'all right now <laughs> yeah y'all fucking it up and i hate to see that too because i definitely it's just a bullshit because i feel like you know from what I've been seeing lately, it's a trend of just black women just bashing the black man now. Yeah. And it's just like. I don't like that. Yeah. And, and you see a lot of it. Like I said, I'm the man. I'm the one on Twitter all day. So that's all I see. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to look at this. And some of it be funny to where I be retweeting. But like, damn, at this day, really black women feel like we not shit no more, bro. And feel like we've abandoned. There are certain like, women who out there, like I said, I don't have that narrative where I never say all, you know, all men aren't shit or black men aren't shit. That's never my narrative. Mm. I believe there are some men out here, but not even on some race, like just men in general. Some of them aren't shit, but that's because like of a lot of backstories and a lot of their things that they grew up with. But I've never been the person to put that on every single individual black man that I meet. So I know that there are several men out here who do what they're supposed to do, who stand by their woman, who support that woman every single way. But like I said, it is sometimes hard when you see so many men who don't step up to the plate. It's just like, damn. but. In the back of my mind, I always know there are very, I'm going to say not very few, but there are men out there who support their women like they're supposed to. Mm. So mm-hmm. it just depends on finding the right one. Mm. There it go, there it go. I feel like uh, as a black man, like I don't really, like I've always seen my mom, always taking care of my mom, I've always seen black women, always thought we was taking, that, you know what I'm saying, we was doing as much as was necessary. And then you start doing research and realize how many blind spots there are in our own communities. Um, and I was just figuring out like, just want to like kind of air that out because there's feminism and then there's black feminism. Like there's masculinity and then there's black masculinity. And so I wanted to kind of unpack that amongst ourselves and kind of wrap that up and talk about like how we can kind of embedder, how we can make that black femininity, the black masculinity talk or culture a better thing. Because right now, like you say, it's jokes, but then when it comes down to us actually mobilizing and getting stuff done, we have casualties that are black women, like um, Tonya. Mm. She's marching out for us. She ends up getting sexually harassed and dies in the ditch. Mm. She's fighting for us. Yeah. But we, that's supposed to be a point of unity. You can't have unity if you still got people in your own thing shooting, at, shooting, at, shooting against you. Mm. And then we ain't going to talk about the whole black GSU, all black Georgia colleges getting exposed and finding out <laughs> that partners and yes. like people was like yeah. walking lines that you didn't even think was necessary. Mm. So what do y'all think as a whole, as black people, black men, black women, what can we do to go ahead and try to push forward positive femininity and positive masculinity. I mean, I don't I definitely don't have all the answers to this. Yeah. But I think it will probably start with us taking control of the narrative. Kinda like you were saying, we let too many outside influences dictate what we do across our culture. Yeah. Like in every aspect, whether it's mm-hmm. what we buy, 
uh, what we wear, what we're doing on a regular basis, our perception is being created uh, not by black people. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So we need to take control of one, our heritage, actually learn our heritage and take control of a narrative in our own communities. I think that would be the only way we can really start to dig ourselves out of this ditch. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, if you have a single parent household and it's a woman, right? Then they can actually get more aid from the man not being in the house. Mm -hmm. So typically, like what households does that usually fall in? Like black men will get arrested and women can get aid, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's more advantageous for her to be by herself and then guy that may be trying to get better and maybe trying to get on top of his game, but he went to jail, so now he can't get um, get a job and stuff like that. And so when you look into situations like that, where the government is kind of like backdooring us into mm. these situations and we're allowing it to happen to a degree, then we're always going to be fighting the uphill battle. So we got to take control of our ourselves first mm. as a culture. Yeah. So how you feel, Raymond? I'm sorry to ask Raymond because Raymond really looks like he's doing the challenge. Yeah, Raymond, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want to say so, Raymond looks like he got some shit to say. Nah, man, it's, it's very much what Tina said. It's about controlling the narrative. I think it's the biggest, the biggest thing because that how you think is how you act. How you mm. act is what you perceive and what sends out to the world and mm. to everybody else. So if you mm. can change, if we can take control of that, mm. that I think will will help push it forward in a positive way because if we can't, if we let outside influences like dictate it we're always it's the system is set up for us to stay under mm. so if you if you can't change your own self and change your own mind and how how you think you can't change how we collectively think as a whole to push policies and push narratives that will help benefit us in the end mm. so and these outside influences are well i hope we all know we're talking they are the other right we are talking about the other we're talking about this in general. In general. Okay. Listen, but you know, yeah. I'm not saying just specifically, you know, yeah. just one other, yeah. but you know, yeah. just the other. You got to think about anybody outside. Yeah. BT yeah. is owned by who? Viacom. Oh. Mm. Viacom is what? Real white. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. black people just got to come okay. back to a point with men and women, we just got to come back to loving each other, right? At the end of the day. Yeah. You know, it's a, lot of, it's a lot of black hate out here, bro. Where's the black love again, bro? If we, because at the end of the day, we all we got to. Now, yeah. uh, you don't see any other races like putting each other down. Like, but that's like a narrative thing, thing, too. But that's what they wanted to do. Are you right? Like, yeah. black on black crime. Like, mm -hmm. when was the last time you heard white on white crime? You don't hear You don't ever. hear it, but it's there. It's there. Exactly. It's they might put it there. in a small, it in fine face. print newspaper, yeah, exactly. but we blast it over the news. Exactly. Yeah. Can I just say something about that, though? Okay. Black on black crime is, is a myth. It is. Is. it is. It is. So there's crime on each ethnicity. It's proximity crime. Mm. 100%. You are, you, the, white on white crime is a thing. Latino, Latino crime. It's it, it, because those you, you're around you, that. You're that's around that all the time. So like the, that phrase, again, controlling the narrative. Right. That is not a thing. It, it, it's, it's something that was created by the other mm. Mm -hmm. to make it seem like we are more of the, the aggressors. We are more dangerous. We're more violent. Mm. Historically, we, we all know that that is not the truth. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think I think everyone hit on some really good points. I think controlling the narrative is huge. And um, just thinking about how you contribute to the narrative is one thing. Because I've been thinking about, that's why I really stopped getting active on Twitter. Because me liking, <laughs> me retweeting, how I'm feeling at a certain point, you are contributing to the narrative, mm -hmm. but you're not stopping against the landslide. You're just getting to it. Like, I remember... J. Cole being one of my favorite rappers, and he had said something to No Name because they were talking about who was being more woke. It was like a woke contest. And a legit, the con the conversation went from 
how do we stop our black women and children and men from getting killed too? Who was more in the right? No name of Cole. Mm. And it was just like that. It happened so quickly. And I was like, that shit did happen so fast. It happened, it happened so quickly that the whole like the movement like lost steam except for the people who are in the streets every day. Mm. And I just feel like um we have to redefine what black femininity and black masculinity is. Not only and I'm not only out the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all can't hear that, but they doing some bullshit outside the door. Not only, not only just in generally on, on like media, but around ourselves. Like if you know, if you got a partner who's not holding the bar up when it comes down to his family and his kids, you gotta hold them accountable. Like mm-hmm. you, one thing I realized that the older generation did a little bit better than we did is hold each other accountable. Now, granted, I'm not really sure why that is, but both black men and black women be like, you foul. Correct that, mm. and they used to just do it off the strength. Mm. Like your grandma wasn't playing no BS, mm. and neither was the grandma's aunties, and so they used to just check each other off the strength. You check somebody me. now, they're in their feelings. Exactly. Mm. You, know, I feel you don't like... fuck with me the way you supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> you know about yourself. Yeah. So I think um, ultimately we just got to work to redefine it and have more conversations where we can talk about why do you feel a certain way and stop t- attacking people because if you. One thing I learned, one thing I heard from one of these old cats I was talking to, he's like, are you talking to respond or are you talking to understand? Mm. So if you're talking and trying to listen to respond, you don't even care what that person is saying because you're trying to formulate a response to destroy what that person is saying. Mm. Are you listening to understand? And I feel like more people listen to understand, man. I feel like a lot of the pain that we got in our community could get alleviated. Mm. But you just got to be willing to listen to understand and just shut up. And um, yeah, so I think we can go ahead and close it out. Talk about as far as like femininity, Anji. What is black femininity to you, and what do you think you could tell? Talk to the people as far as what they should do to help that out. I think the biggest thing, like like TJ said, is really controlling the narrative. Like when it comes to black femininity, is also when it comes to you know male masculinity. Like you Mm -hmm. said, it's controlling that narrative is. Understanding what the other person needs from you. It's understanding what is needed. So, I'm trying to think of the best way to explain it. It's just understanding. Like I said, we have to talk. I feel like a lot of things that black people don't do is don't talk. We hold these emotions in. We expect the other person to know what we're feeling. We mm. expect them to understand what we what we feel. We expect them mm. to know our background, to know what we what we expecting. But if you're not communicating, how are we gonna know? If you expect this based off your backstory and I don't know your backstory, and then you feel like I'm failing you, but you didn't even give me a chance to succeed by not telling me what you need. Talk your shit. <laughs> so, I mean, uh. I feel like we just have to communicate more. And that's the thing that's hard for us. Like, we hold back emotions because I expect you to know this. Because we're black. You know, we're all black. We kind of have this similar backstory. We all kind of know what to expect. Mm. That's different. Like, every black story is still different in a sense. Mm. So, it's still important as an adult to communicate what you need. And I feel like we, we kind of lose sight of that, mm. and that kind of disconnects us from it, from it all. Ooh, we. That was spicy. Hot. Woo, <laughs> <laughs> it's hot. Ooh, we. Mm. Your closing remarks. Bring that thing in. Man. Bring that thing in. I, she was talking her shit today. It's talking shit Tuesday. All right, TJ, got anything else? You did the thing, man. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm good. Yeah, so. <laughs>
what's going on, everybody? We about to close this episode out. It's been the real example. Angie's been a wonderful guest. She will definitely be back. <laughs> we didn't get through spades at all. Oh, we got. Yeah. I, I didn't. didn't know. Know. <laughs> and that's a great Hold on. I feel like it's on me, but I wasn't really sure. <laughs> it's been a great conversation. <laughs> this three has been sitting on this table for the last thirty-five minutes. I, I ain't playing with y'all. I ain't playing with y'all. Thank y'all for tapping in, tuning in, all that. <clears throat> Don't forget to comment, like, subscribe, get you some silly sin. Hit that notification bell. You gotta do that. You <laughs> gotta do that. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> and for all of those who feel a certain way about feminism, masculinity, anyway, please let us know in the comments section. I'm saying, drop some comments. Drop some comments. Let that. us know how you feel, because like we said, we got to change that narrative. We can't change the narrative by holding it in all. Inside. What's that song we were just listening to? One more time. All right. <laughs> <laughs>